What's up, guys? TrickDriver101.com. Let's get down to business. We are going to talk about livestock haulers who want to drive 15 hours. Livestock haulers want to drive 15 hours per day. Yes, line three, 15 hours. Livestock haulers ask for 15 hours per day driving. Okay, so <laughs> let's get down. Now, this has been approved. Now, this has been there are signatories to this this petition. Uh, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, Livestock Marketing Association, American Farm Bureau Federation, American Bookkeeping Federation, American Honey Producers Association, and the National Agricultural Association. Um, so these are the people who are signatories to this. Now, they spend money. Uh, 2017, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association spent $466,000 on lobbying in 2017. So the cattle, these guys spend big money and they might get this to go through. So their initial thing is that to get it extended, what they've, they're, they're petitioning for is that what they would do is have them take an extended fatigue course for the drivers as they try to drive 15 hours per day. <laughs> now, their line four would be extended to 16 hours. Okay, so just think about it. You got 15 hours to drive. You have 16 hours to work. Right. And you still have a 10 hour break in between shifts. That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, that is crazy. I can't believe they're even asking for this. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, the group. The, the All right. So I'm going to go through one of the stories. A group trade organization representing livestock haulers is asking DOT to allow their drivers to spend as much as 15 hours driving per day, said the, uh, saying that for the current hours of service, which ha- which were not drafted with livestock haulers in mind. In any other segment of transportation, 15 hours driving per day, there's no no much not much chance that DOT would go for it. But while livestock haulers themselves necessarily hold a lot of regulatory sway and agricultural businesses rely on them to spend millions in lobbying every year, like I covered, they spent 400000 like just for example, the cattlemen spent $466,000 of lobbying in, 20, in 2017. Because of that influence, agricultural haulers already enjoy a great exemption and regulatory modifications. Now, what we're talking about here is the ELD mandate. The ELD mandate for them has already been extended from this original expiration exemption time. In other words, they don't have to use ELDs, which I don't remember what the original time, but it's already been extended to December 17th. Okay, and there's a how bill in the House and the Senate to extend it to September 30th, 2019. Right. Two bills literally uh, there in the. um the uh, government finance bills and basically they're basically going to give them till 20 2019 excuse me 2019 september 30th that's what they're supposed to be trying to get it to extend it to so if they keep doing this they're never going to be on elds never going to be on elds and now they could possibly get <laughs> 15 hours to drive Oh my goodness. Uh 
This is insane. But hey, money talks. And this is what happens when truck drivers stick together and are focused. These agricultural groups, the truck drivers, the whole group here is all focused. They're also trying to basically use it as a way of saying, um, I'm going to go over in this, this other part here. Livestock haulers are also exempt from the hours of service. We covered that. Oh, excuse me. Livestock haulers are also exempt from hours of service rules within a 150 air mile radius. That's that's actually there are other people who also have that. According to uh, Overdrive magazine, they can spend as much on the time on the road within a 150 mile air radius. And even if they leave the radius, their 14 hour and 11 hour clocks don't start until they do so. That means technically, if I got a short load, I can deliver my short load on the 150 mile an hour radius. And then once I leave that radius on my next load, I can then I start my 11 and 14 hour clock. But I may have already been on the road for four or five hours already. So these guys have been scamming this 15 hours already. So they might end up getting it if that's how it's working. Under the supposed under the proposed rule, livestock haulers would extend their 14 hour clock on duty drive time and their 11 hour clock. Now, like I said, 16 hours on duty, 15 hours to drive. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Now, one of the excuses. And I went to the Cattleman's website to the beef usa website for this beefusa.org this is a quote from their website they have a little thing about this livestock groups petition department of transportation for our hours of service flexibility is what they're calling it um their thing is that uh what they really the real thing they're saying is that they're that livestock haulers don't have a lot of accidents so i'm going to read over this part what their part is about this the strong safety record of livestock haulers demonstrates that the ability to ensure well-being, the well-being of livestock animals and other drivers on the road. The analysis by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration found livestock haulers were underrepresented and involved fatality crashes. In other words, they're, they're very low representation in the fatality crashes. My problem with this is always still the same. They're not talking about fault. That has always been one of my fucking personal pet peeves. I think fault matters so much more. You can't just keep saying, well, it was a crash, and the person who crashed was drunk. And livestock haulers are hauling in the middle of nowhere. Let's be real. No shit. Like, who are they going to hit? Trees? What? <laughs> it's like, seriously. Anyway, data cited in the petition also shows that between 2013 and 2015 livestock haulers accounted for 6.6 percent of all commercial driving drivers but less than one percent of crashes involved in large trucks again we're we're avoiding fault like they would even be less if we started talking about faults because i'm sure livestock haulers just like truck drivers have been hit by drunk drivers and this whole involved in accident garbage is just hilarious to me. But anyway, uh, that's their thing. And they're also Australia already implements rules for livestock haulers that focus on safety outcomes and not prescriptive limits. Right. And that's they're going to Australia. The petition encourages DOT to work with the industry involved and develop and implement similar measures. So. Their goal here is to get the 15 hour extension and try to give guys some type of safety course 
to allow them to drive these long ass hours with only a 10 hour restart still staying the exact same to me this is insane (laughs) hey there's no way you should be possibly driving 20 hours a day because you remember unless they remove the 150 mile air radius rule if this being implemented the way they said it in the article that means you've been scamming four or five extra hours to drive locally and then you drive out and a perfect example of how a lo- uh, a livestock hauler could do this, obviously, is they have to feed the animals, right? So your day has already started and you're feeding the animals or you're driving locally to do so, right? Or you're making a local pickup or a local delivery or you got close to where you needed to deliver last night and you're counting that as local. I imagine there's a million and one ways to scam this, especially since you're not on ELDs anyway, <laughs> Right, you're already still running illegal. Look, I I I back the the um the livestock haulers, you bee guys out there, all you guys. I think you deserve whatever you get. You know, I I like to see truck drivers, regular middle class people. I don't care what color you are, regular middle class people not getting fucked by the government is a beautiful thing and being able to use the system for once for something that benefits us however this is a little crazy (laughs) you literally are talking about giving yourself the ability to scam 20 hours a day you shouldn't be able to drive 20 hours a day guys okay it's just not because i know a lot of people going no it's 15 out yeah but you got to remember they're still on they're still on paper logs so they're already driving over hours of service anyway, right? Plus, they can bend the rules a bit with these local deliveries, right? Because you got to remember, again, livestock has to be fed. And I imagine if I can write it down, I can write down a fake delivery or I can write down that I made a pickup at a different time and or that I'm doing some local work <laughs> right? and get away with some things. You're already driving over hours of service. I mean, I think it's, look, I'm a firm believer that the U.S. should go to the Canadian hours of service. I think the Canadian hours of service is uh, intelligent, articulate, and exactly what we need in the industry. I'm a firm believer in that. The Canadian hours of service, I think, works. Um, And I think that you you can look up the Canadian hours of service. It's pretty much basically our hours of service that we used to have. You could stop the clock with two hours. Uh, you have 13 hours to drive and and that to me those things that that's what we need to go back to um there's nothing wrong with the current hours of service it the problem is still the same the dot cannot regulate the shippers that are holding us up and they're getting worse and worse every year this week monday i had a great pickup dropping hook did everything i was supposed to do had a live load the next day, no big deal. But then when I get down to the shipper, they're two and a half hours just to get their load. Okay, whatever. Then I get back to the other shipper. Now they, they hold me up for six hours. They ate my clock alive. So I got to split the load out. I mean, it none of that was on me. And I only drive 70 to 80 miles away from one point to another. You know, I do, sem- like I tell you guys all the time, I do semi-local stuff. And I mean, they just suck the life out of me. You know, it shouldn't take me more than shit, an hour, hour and a half to do my whole, you know, I should be spending anywhere from five hours, five hours of total drive time and maybe three hours of wait time. Right. That's what I should be doing. But I don't. I, I spend so much time waiting on these guys when they decide not to work. 
And at the same time, it's the reality. You know, again, they get paid by the hour. The companies only want so many workers and they keep expecting to be able to fuck people over. And they keep forgetting like these 30 year old people that work at this plant do not have kids. Most of the people who have kids here, they're baby boomers or almost baby boomers. They're older dudes. Like this is the world has changed. And it's like they're still trying to enforce this old idea. We're going to hire this young guy in. We're going to pay him as little as possible. And then we're going to expect the world of him. And they look like, like, I ain't got no fucking kids. Bye, bitch. <laughs> I'm finna sit there and take your crap. They'll go do something else. You know, it's like uh, these companies always. And then they got they got equipment that doesn't work. It's their typical, you know, autonomous garbage that. It's expired. You know, they these companies, the way they these autonomous businesses work is they have what's called planned obsolescence. All these companies do it, including these companies that design uh, manufacturing facilities for these companies to get rid of workers. They all do it. And what it does is very, very simple. It basically makes the shit go bad when it's time to upgrade. So anyway, guys, that is the story. I'm going to keep this one short. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Truck driver101.com.